Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Beat the Press podcast. Hey, folks, we got two back-to-back basketball uh, episodes. I know I, wa- I said I wanted to do daily uploads. I didn't upload yesterday. I got a little busy. Okay, I got a little busy. But, hey, look at us. We're back here today. That's two episodes in three days. Um, and, yeah, we're going to talk about almost the same stuff we talked about in the last episode just uh, a little bit more important, a little bit more important. So we've got obviously starting off with the uh, important game, probably the game of the year, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets. Folks, I was rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks with my whole heart. All due respect to the Nets. I mean, you know, they, I just don't like rooting for super teams. Uh, you know, you might say, oh, well, I'm a Warriors fan. You know, Warriors obviously had a super team, but I know I don't like to call that a super team. Okay. It was three guys who they developed, plus Kevin Durant. So, you know, there's that. Uh, but yeah, I also just really want to see Giannis and the Bucks succeed. And they did just that. They did just that. Brooklyn, put up a heck, they put up a heck of a game. They put up a heck of a game. Obviously, just not enough, though. Kevin Durant, 48 points. He had 49 the other night, and now he comes in playing every minute of the game. 53 minutes, nine rebounds, six assists. James Harden with a grade two hamstring strain, playing all minutes of the game as well. And yes, I said 53 minutes, folks. This game went to overtime. That's how good of a game it was. But James Harden was a non-factor. Only 22 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. Now I say only 22 points because he was simply inefficient. Uh, he was very highly inefficient. Uh, a lot of his points just came from free throws. You know, he missed a lot of threes. Obviously, he isn't able to drive much. You really, I mean, you, you can tell that hamstring is uh, affecting him. Obviously, though, if he can play 53 minutes, I mean, hey, it's either a tip of the hat or like, hey, you're good enough to play. You need to hit your shots. And if, if James Harden does hit those shots, then these Nets, they probably do take the game. Bruce Brown, 52 minutes for him, 14 points. He really made an impact, though. Um, he was just a dog, really. He was there. He was making the getting the steals, kind of just disrupted the Bucks' offense. Blake Griffin with 17, he was also nice playing 40 minutes. I mean, the Nets basically just play their starting five. Jeff Green played for 13 minutes, but he did nothing. Landry Shaman played for seven minutes, he did nothing. Nicholas Claxton gets no minutes, and I'm not too sure why. I am a fan of the man, Nicholas Claxton. And uh, the Nets, they needed paint presence, and Claxton would have bought that. I'm not too sure if he's injured, because, you know, he did have a hand brace on. Um, but hey, even even if he was just in, even if he was a little injured, I mean, psh, he would definitely add uh, some well-needed paint presence. Um, but yeah, that, that's about it for the Nets. Joe Harris, he was a scrub. I don't know who gave the man the green light to drive. You're shooting about 50% from the three, yet you're going to miss multiple wide-open shots. And that's definitely tough for the Nets. Alrighty, now go on to the Bucks. Giannis Atetokounmpo, 50 minutes, 40 points. There we go. I was saying that, you know, he was kind of dropping in the 30s. I said Giannis needs 40 plus points for the Bucks to win. 
and he came out he does just that chris middleton playing 52 minutes dropping 23 points that is not very good if you're playing 52 minutes you need more than 23 points however his defense i'll give it to him he played some good defense on kevin durant uh missed a lot of easy shots though chris middleton drew holiday they missed a lot of wide open threes that they got a hit drew holiday was supposed to be the difference maker but he just wasn't offensively at least defensively yeah he was getting cooked a little bit but he did his thing pat conahan pat Connaughton, excuse me he was hitting his threes i believe he was three for three i'm actually not too sure um but yeah no he was nice brooke lopez he was hitting his threes and pj tucker making his defensive presence on Kevin Durant, giving him a hard time. Obviously, the stat sheet doesn't look like it. I mean, KD is dropping 40-plus, but I, I can guarantee you P.J. Tucker is doing his thing. KD is just an insane human being. So that's it. The Milwaukee Bucks, they're going to go on to play the Atlanta Hawks in the Eastern conference finals yes folks the hawks beat the 76ers today in game seven 103 to 96 a really good game a really back and forth game trey young 43 minutes 21 points um he was a little slump uh he was a little bit slow but he hit some clutch shots when the hawks needed him to and that's all that matters kevin herter he had a great game, dropping 27 points. John Collins with 14. I mean, these guys, they're playing some high, high minutes. Um, and the stat sheet really doesn't look too good. But, I mean, their defense was nice. The 76ers, oh, boy. Oh, boy. If you're a Sixers fan, I recommend you log off right now. I'm so sorry. But Ben Simmons cannot win a title with the 76ers the 76ers cannot win a title with ben simmons they just need somebody else i don't think simmons fits them joel and b is doing his thing he dropped 31 points tobias harris okay yeah he can perform a little bit better 24 points but tobias harris should not be your second star ben simmons is supposed to be that guy he drops five points on 36 minutes played. 13 assists. Yeah, okay, he's a good playmaker. But my, oh my. The man can't shoot. He can't hit a free throw. His defense is good. Okay, no doubt. But is it that good where it's worth five points? Now, listen, my proposal is they trade Ben Simmons for Bradley Beal. If Washington are open to doing that, you know, Ben Simmons, possibly Tyrese Maxey and a first or two and possibly somebody else might have to throw in Seth Curry or somebody. I mean, it's, it would obviously have to be a big package because nobody wants Ben Simmons, to be fair. But, hey, maybe you can get some value out of him. Well, you can, because, listen, Sixers are just on the verge of competing. If Ben Simmons performs at a competent level, you got Simmons, you got Curry, you got Embiid, and you got Harris that are scoring good. Simmons is the odd liar out, and either you lock him up uh, in a court until he makes 1,000 threes or 1,000 free throws, you've got to move on from him. Hey, the good thing is, though, he never missed in the fourth quarter because he never shot. Game game three in the uh, Eastern Conference semis, he was one for one. Game one, 
he was two for two. Everything else, zero for zero. All the other games. Where is he in the fourth quarter? That's when your stars can really step up. But Simmons seems to just disappear. Um, and again, I is his defense really that big of a difference that he's worth that atrocious offense? Again, can't shoot. Can't hit free throws. He's a guy that's supposed to drive and be aggressive. Hey, those guys should also be able to hit free throws. Same thing with Giannis. Same thing with Giannis. But Giannis started hitting his free throws, actually. I believe he was about 50%, which is good for Giannis. Ben Simmons wishes he was 50%. I mean, ben, Giannis has the fans cr counting down. Yet he's still going to hit those free throws. Sometimes. Sometimes. He takes a very long time. And no doubt, I mean, he airballed twice. But I would have my guy airball twice and still shoot about 50%. Than just not, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you see, you see the meme. Would you rather have Giannis or Ben Simmons make a free throw uh, for your life? Yeah, people say, "Oh yeah, we're gonna take Giannis." So I have time to say goodbye to my family. But Giannis will actually have a chance to make a free throw. Teams purposely foul Ben. It's in their game plan to foul Ben Simmons because they know he's not gonna hit the free throw. The Sixers got to package him up. They got to do something. They got to get a more reliable guy. You got Joel Embiid who can play the paint. And as, as much as I love these athletic freaks that can drive, Ben Simmons just can't be that guy. I mean, he just can't. I don't think he fits the Sixers. Now you hear the people, they say, oh, maybe he shoots with his right hand. Maybe he's a secret right hand. And I talked about this in the last episode. And that 100% could be the case. Something needs to change in Philadelphia. They're close to competing. Is that... They're close to competing, but is that closeness really... Is it? Does it involve Ben Simmons? Do, does the Sixers' uh, competing future involve Ben Simmons? I don't think so. I don't think so. They got to get a star, and I'm thinking Bradley Beal. Uh, I doubt Trailblazers want uh, Damian Lillard for uh, Ben Simmons. You can get so many better people, so much, so, so many better stars than Ben Simmons. And I'm a guy who likes Ben Simmons. I don't. I've always think thought he's underrated, but man, he is not helping his case. He's not. It's going to be interesting to see what the Sixers do to move on from this. Um, and speaking of which, you know, I want to move on from this game as well. Atlanta Hawks, you love to see it. You know, they were underdogs in my eyes since round one. Everybody picking the Knicks. Hawks take them out. And then they take out the Sixers now. Um, and it's, it is nice to see. I like seeing the underdog teams go far. I am still going to be counting them out, though. I do think Milwaukee takes care of the of the Hawks. I'm going to say in about six games, six or seven games. I can definitely say go to seven games. Although I'm not too sure who the Hawks have to stop Giannis. I'm not going to say Bucks are going to sweep them. I'm going to show the Hawks some respect. I think they could take a game or two. Okay, folks. Let's move on to game one of the Western Conference Finals. The Suns versus the Clippers. What a game. Devin Booker is showing how 
big of a star he is, how great he is. Dropping 40 points on 44 minutes played, 11 assists, 13 rebounds, his first triple-double in his career, and the Suns' first uh, player to have a triple-double in the playoffs since 2002. Hey, man, the Suns... Woo, they're fun to watch. Mikel Bridges, that man is nasty. Jay Crowder, he actually was not very good. I see he missed a lot of threes today. DeAndre Ayton, uh, very nice in the paint. The Clippers have no big, and I'm telling you, Ayton is going to be the X Factor. Who's going to stop him? Nobody. Cameron Payne was also nice. Uh, Cameron Johnson, Tory Craig. I mean, the, the team is so deep. The team is so deep. They're just so fun to watch. The Clippers still Kawhi-less. Suns also no Chris Paul, but Kawhi is obviously he'll make a big impact. Supposedly, my brother's telling me Kawhi has a sprained ACL that could take a month to heal or something like that. Um, but hey, Paul George is really filling in his gap. Thirty-nine points, uh, thirty-nine minutes, thirty-four points. I gotta give it to Paul George. You know, he went from pandemic P to now. Being nice, being efficient. Um, this is the Paul George that I remember with the Pacers, and I'm I, and I like to see it. I do, I do like to see it. Obviously, I still don't like the Clippers. You know, you got Nicholas Batum scoring five points. Terrence Mann, after a huge game, only comes out, drops nine on 27 minutes. That's heavily disappointing. Reggie Jackson with 24. Um, yeah, obviously, I mean, oh, DeMarcus Cousins, he was cool to see. He played some minutes, 13 minutes, uh, 11 points. Dude had 5,013 minutes. I don't know how he does it. The Clippers, they have the team to compete, especially if they get Kawhi. The Suns just have a chemistry, that chemistry that is so unbreakable. I mean, that's something that teams aspire to have. The Clippers, they looked lost. There was one possession... And they was just scrambling. They looked lost. My apologies. I hit the mic. And that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. I'm taking Sixers. I'm not Sixers. I'm taking the Suns in six games if Kawhi doesn't play. Maybe five games, honestly. I'm not trying to say the Clippers look bad. The Suns just looked really good. That's, that, that's a great way to put it. The Clippers did not look bad. The Suns just look really good. Devin Booker, man, a great guy. I mean, watching him reminded me of Kobe. And I, I know people hate that comparison, but hey, it's, it's true, man. He was attacking that mid-range. He was fearless. He's a amazing young star. And that's going to about round up this episode, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Beat the Best Podcast. I'm working on a YouTube video that I hope I can get out this week. So stay tuned for that. Um, you know, I have, again, I, I said this last episode, I have football and such, but I still have a lot of time on my hands. It's no excuse to not upload and edit in one or two days. So uh, hopefully I can get that research done tonight. I'll uh, record tomorrow and then uh, edit and upload Hopefully by Thursday or Friday. Alrighty. Thank you so much. I love you. Peace out.